Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Illustrious Blood 535 who says, My 33 male saw videos of my fiance, 29 female, cheating during her bachelorette party. I can't believe I'm involved in a story like this. I haven't actually talked to anyone about what happened, even though a lot of people are trying. I think I just need to vent a little bit before I talk to anyone. My girlfriend and I were together for four years and we were engaged to be married. Last weekend, she had a bachelorette party. I didn't have a problem with it, especially after what she told me was the plan. Her and some friends were going to rent an Airbnb or something, a big place like four bedrooms, and they were just going to get trashed and party and hang out. The day of the party, she was at my place, a two-bedroom apartment, one room I use as a home office. I'm a self-employed investor. She makes all the arrangements and goes to meet her friends. We text a little bit, but as the party warmed up, we stopped and I figured they were just having fun. After midnight, I start getting ready for bed and notice that the computer in my office isn't turned off. Rather than the black screen was just a screensaver. It turns out fiance had not logged out and her messenger was still open on the computer. There was a group chat where her and the girls had been planning everything and a lot of videos were uploaded to the chat. I was a little curious and I started watching some of the videos. Some of them were pretty innocent, just a group of 15 girls getting drunk and stoned and dancing and whatever. Then there was a video of a woman going to the front door and, and about 10 guys enter the apartment. I don't know who they were and I didn't recognize anyone. There were a couple of videos of the guys and girls dancing and drinking and then the worst happened. A video started of my fiance making out with a guy on the sofa. She stops and rolls over and starts making out with a second guy. Then there was a video of her and the two guys going into the bedroom. There was also a video of them coming out that according to the timestamps was five minutes later, but that doesn't mean anything. For all I know, the videos were an hour apart and they were all just uploaded at the same time. Seeing all this was like a sledgehammer to the gut. I walked into the bathroom because I thought I would be sick. I wasn't, but, but I feel like I paced back and forth in the apartment for about 30 minutes then poured myself a rock glass full of whiskey and chugged it down. I saved the videos and then made one of my own. Just a short little selfie of me saying, hi, this is my name, your ex-fiance. Just wanted to say I saw the videos from the party and the wedding is off. I hope it was worth it. I'm glad I saved the videos because in less than 10 minutes they were all deleted and my phone started blowing up, but I didn't answer any calls or texts. At first, it was just my girlfriend texting saying she can explain and it's not what it looked like. Then her friends joined in but I ignored everyone and didn't respond. Then suddenly, I got a request for a video chat and I'll admit my curiosity got the better of me. I answered the call but didn't say anything. 
It was my fiance sitting in front of the camera and she looked like she'd been crying and the other friends just around her. I really only know maybe four of the friends, but I recognize a lot of the others. First, she started apologizing, but kept saying it wasn't what it looked like and it was just a party and the guys coming over was not planned or anything like that. She said it might have looked bad, but nothing happened. When I didn't say anything, she just kept going on with more of the same and her friends backed her up. The more I didn't speak, the more hysterical she got. Eventually, she admitted to kissing the two guys, but dumped the blame on her friends who all took responsibility for that, which surprised me a little. She said the kisses didn't mean anything and that's all that happened. Then she seemed to remember the video of her going into the bedroom and she started screaming that it was just a joke and nothing happened. All the other women confirmed it was just a joke and that my fiance had walked into the room and then turned around and walked out again. This just kept going on and on and they just kept repeating themselves. Eventually, everyone got quiet and all I said was, is there anything else to add? She said no and I just ended the video call. I went on social media and changed my relationship status to single and posted that the wedding was off and if anyone had bought a present, they should feel free to return it. Fiance saw the post and is freaking out even more and just keeps insisting that all she did was kiss and nothing else. I sent her a text saying if I suspect that her or any of her friends lie about what happened or try to make me the bad guy, then I will post all the videos online. Right now, no one else knows what is happening. This was a couple of days ago and everything for the wedding is cancelled and my fiancé just keeps pursuing me. Any advice on what I should do from here? And to me in this one, you know, she said nothing happened in the bedroom, but the kissing two guys was more than enough for me to say, you know, that's enough. I don't want to see any more of that. And she said that the 10 guys wasn't planned. So what? They just turned up at the door. Come on now. But awesome one forever says you made the right call. Her friends are on her side, right or wrong. You will never get the full truth. No reason to put yourself through any more pain and drama. Darth Ann says, I think you made the right choice. I personally think she doesn't deserve a second chance because she's not taking accountability. She's blaming her friends for her actions. No one held a gun to her head and made her cheat. Abel Dress says, if you want to verify if more did or did not happen, demand the original videos of her entering and leaving the bedroom. These timestamps should tell you. If she refuses or makes excuses why they cannot provide the footage, this also gives you your answer. Idol Igloo replies to that saying, isn't the kissing enough to end it? Even if she didn't get double teamed, but she did, wouldn't making out with two dudes at a party be enough to end it? She didn't even admit to it at first and only admitted to it because it was actually on video. You already know what wasn't on video though. And besides all this, her poor decisions broke your trust in her. Do not marry someone you do not trust. And one more from Desert Fairy who says the sheer violation of trust is why the relationship is over. It isn't about if she had sex. It isn't about the kissing. It is about how she broke trust. Without trust, a relationship cannot thrive. She broke that trust and OP decided to get out while the getting is good. Better now than to get a divorce later. Her and his morals obviously don't align if she thinks that this kind of joke is appropriate of someone who is about to get married. So then we move on to OP's update, which says the update is pretty simple. Everything has been called off and canceled. The wedding is officially not happening. I got the ring back and all of her stuff is moved out. She's staying with her parents for now. We did talk a little bit. It was mostly just her begging and apologizing and crying. She keeps insisting that all she did was kiss the guys and she has never done anything like this before and she promises it will never happen again. 
Part of me really wanted to believe her, but the problem is that this incident puts our, our entire relationship in doubt. I think she may be telling the truth, but again, the point is, there is no way to know. If it is true that her friends pressured her to do it, then how can I believe they never did it before? We kept going around in circles because ultimately, there is just no way I can be sure. She said she would do anything, including cutting off her friends and only ever drink around me. She really blasted her friends online, saying if the party had stuck to the original plan, she would be getting married, so maybe she already cut them off. All I can say is that at the moment, I am single and I'm just going to live my life. Probably take some time to myself after getting out of a four-year relationship. What's crazy is that a couple of her friends are also texting me just to talk. I haven't responded yet because, well, it's hard to trust them. Thanks again to everyone who expressed sympathy and I hope none of you here deal with anything like this in the future. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And this next story comes from Daddy and Daughter Fish who says, Am I the arsehole for wanting to take my daughter fishing? For over a decade, myself and my four best friends have had an annual fishing trip. There has always been a no wives, no girlfriends rule since the beginning and no one has ever violated it. Two years ago, my friend Tim told the group he wanted to bring his five-year-old son to sort of pass the tradition onto the next generation. At that point, only Tim and I had kids, but my daughter was three and, and too young for fishing. We all supported Tim's idea and made a big deal over the little guy. He had a great time and came last year as well. My other friend, Randy, has a four-month-old son now. When the baby was born, Tim gave Randy a children's fishing pole to give to his son on his fifth birthday. So it seemed clear to me that the tradition had evolved to us plus our kids, which I'm cool with. I mentioned to my friends the other day that my daughter was excited for this year's fishing trip and they looked at me like I was crazy. Tim said I shouldn't bring her and I was baffled. I was super supportive of him bringing his sons. There is no difference. My daughter is now the age Tim's son was when he first came on the trip. Another friend brought up the no wives, no girlfriends rule, which pissed me off. My five-year-old daughter isn't anyone's wife or girlfriend. I said, if they don't want my daughter there, then I don't want Tim's son there. Tim was offended and stormed out. Randy said, what I said was uncalled for. I said, I'm bringing my daughter and that's that. I just want to make sure I'm not being an entitled prick. Am I the asshole? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
And we're going to start straight away with Stranger on Reddit who says, Not the asshole. If I were you, I'd ditch their trip and take your daughter on a fishing trip one on one. Clearly, when they said no wives, no girlfriends, they meant no females. Really lame that they, as fathers themselves, aren't more understanding and supportive of you wanting to bring your daughter. And I forgot to say this does come with an update in a moment. Anonymous Vamoose says, Not the asshole. This is a good hill to make your last stand. You are not an asshole, but you sure hang out with some record-breaking assholes. You are being the opposite of an entitled prick. If you go nuclear on your friends, you'll be a damn legend. Farhand Eater says, not the asshole, but if that's the kind of reception your daughter will be subjected to by your friends, you might just want to bring her fishing by yourself. She'll probably enjoy that a lot more, and then she will being looked at your friends like she's biologically lesser than. Yes, my age, I dare you, says, not the asshole. Stop being friends with those misogynistic jerks. Like, for real. She's a five-year-old girl. Take her fishing on your own and keep being an awesome dad standing up for your girl. And one more from Simply Sam 4210 who says, I had no idea I needed a penis to go fishing. Do you dangle the bait from that and don't need to use a fishing pole? The hook must hurt like hell. And no, not the asshole. <laughs> now, what do you guys make of this so far? And let's move on to the little update to find out what happened next. So the update says, I sent this post to my friends and we talked some more. They ended up apologizing. Daughter is definitely coming on the trip. I know many people assume that my friends are sexist and horrible, but they're really not. They were just worried that with my daughter there, we would have to stay at a hotel instead of the usual cabin and not be able to do as many activities. But I assured them that my daughter can sleep without air conditioning as easily as Tim's son and they're going to be the ones having trouble keeping up with her five-year-old energy. Everyone apologized for bringing up the no wives, no girlfriends rule and agreed that was a shitty thing to say. It's all good now. Thank you. For your support and i'm not sure how i feel about that ending i got to be honest but what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story comes from possible nervous 6026 who says am i the asshole for telling family members the truth about my parents at my sister's graduation party there's a backstory that i need to tell i 22 female have two younger sisters Amy is 18 and just graduated high school. I can't think of a family whose parents so blatantly favor one child over their other two, as much as my family does. My parents are obsessed with volleyball. Both played in college and that's how they met, played at the same school. When I was young, they did everything in their power to get me interested in playing. I wasn't, I'm a theater gal. Amy got interested at a young age. They knew from when she was young old, she had a lot of talent. Amy has played on her school and club teams basically since she was in fifth grade and was the best player. She's now going to a Division I school on a full-ride volleyball scholarship. My parents' lives are all about Amy. Examples Our main fridge has 20 different magnets of Amy's volleyball pictures. There's one picture of me when I played Cat in the Hat 8th grade on the side of it. None of Lilith's sister. Parents ordered custom replica jerseys for Amy's club team so we can all wear them. Has our last name and Amy's number. Parents force us to wear them. We've done it in a Christmas card. They also force us to go to all of Amy's games, but I don't think Amy has ever been to one of my plays. Even in college, her excuse was always valid to skip my plays, but my excuse was never valid to skip her games. In our basement, we have one of those life-size fathead stickers on the wall of Amy spiking a volleyball. 
For the last two years, Amy made this like all regional select volleyball team but my parents fucking paid hundreds of dollars to have the jersey put in a custom frame with the background being pictures of Amy playing volleyball throughout her life that hangs in one of our family's rooms. Every holiday we host, right after dinner, almost like clockwork, you can see my mum hooking up her laptop to the TV. She's putting on Amy's game film for everyone, every holiday. My youngest sister, 15, tries to be like Amy, she plays volleyball too, but is clearly not at the level Amy was when she was 15. So my parents treat her volleyball like an afterthought. Amy also has some serious character issues. I'd love to rant about, but we won't do it here. If you want that, I'll do it in the comments. So Amy's high school graduation party was yesterday and maybe twice as big as mine was. When talking to family who asked me about Amy, I just said I wish my parents took an interest in my hobbies or me in general like they do with Amy and it hurts to see the obvious favoritism. They agreed they'd noticed it throughout my life too. After the party I was confronted by my parents because extended family actually took my side and said it wasn't fair. My parents just claimed ignorance. They had no idea what I was talking about and that I apparently embarrassed them for spending the day talking smack about Amy. Maybe I was jealous about the party, but I couldn't deal with another Amy show while mum and dad act like they have one kid. And Emily at 17 says, Big not the arsehole, your parents suck. Permission to rant about Amy's issues here. I have popcorn ready and I'm invested. To which OP replied saying, I posted this in another comment, so copy and paste, but her character issues, dang, where do I start? She lies to our parents about things like going out and partying. That would fuck up her scholarships nonetheless and expects me to cover for her. I remember when I had to come up with an elaborate scheme to hide when she was tripping on mushrooms from our parents. Our grandparents are wealthy and they frequently give us handouts. My youngest sister and I often go to their house to help them with housework and go out to dinner with them. Amy can't be bothered, but she gladly takes the money and gifts. She's admitted to me she cheats on a lot of her schoolwork. She loves to play super Christian when it's convenient for her. Our parents slash family is religious. She's frequently getting picked up and hooking up with a bunch of random guys. I don't mean to slut shame, but there's a really nice guy who's liked her for years and she's convinced our parents they're dating. She'll hook up with him every couple of months to keep him hung on her. He's so sweet and I feel bad for him. Edit, she accepts gifts from him too. Her and a few other girls on her team are surprisingly racist. I've heard her use slurs on the phone in a joking way. But to me, absolutely not the arsehole in this situation. You was asked about it. You gave your honest opinion, your honest thoughts. And people deserve to know that you're being treated this way. Otherwise, I don't think it would ever change from, you know, they wasn't even backing down at the very end there. The fact that your extended family took your side and said it wasn't fair, but your parents were claiming ignorance after everything you said in this post. Holy shit. How can they, how can they claim ignorance to this? But Minutebox says not the arsehole and now is the time to stick to your guns. Your youngest sister is still a minor and obviously hurt by it as well. They need to wake up and stop favoring Amy if they want to salvage their relationship with you two before it's too late. And BS they didn't realize it. I'm a mum of three and trust me, we are aware of playing favorites. It's something deep down a parent is perfectly aware of. OP replies saying I don't think our youngest sister quite sees the favoritism yet. My parents still make a good chunk of her games. They pay for her expensive club team too. I can see the disinterest because she isn't going to be as good as Amy. I think it's fine to play favorites in certain situations, like Kid A is the favorite for this activity and Kid B is the favorite for this one, but just an all-around clear favorite is shitty. 
Medusa13 says, Not the arsehole, but there is a real chance your sister is going to be in for a rude awakening in college. She may well lose her scholarship if she can't balance academics, volleyball, and partying. Hopefully you guys aren't going to the same university so your parents won't try to get you to help her. Aqua says, Not the arsehole, honestly, I'm worried about your youngest sister. You have no interest in volleyball, but your youngest sister isn't as talented as Amy. That level of jealousy has me very concerned. Your parents suck. Please keep an eye out for your youngest sister. I believe she's a ticking time bomb. And one more from Starry Jellyfish who says, Not the arsehole. Even your extended family can tell. Her obsession with volleyball is creepy. I mean, obsession was never good to begin with. You're 22 years old now. The best thing you can do for them is give them the cold shoulder. If they don't acknowledge your existence, you should as well. You have your extended family by your side, so you're not exactly alone. I can't believe this is caused by a volleyball. This is just plain cringy. I wonder why your parents are so obsessed with volleyball to begin with. I'm more worried about your little sister because she's still stuck with them. And OP replies saying my parents just happened to both get into it. I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me either. From my grandparents' stories, they both sounded like gym class tryhard types, always hyper-competitive. I guess they bonded over that, got married and popped me out. Crickets. And they got the kid that they wanted. Now, I find that incredibly sad, especially, you know, when they're talking about the youngest as well, being involved in volleyball, but she's always going to feel like less than because of Amy and the way that they treat Amy. That's just oh, awful. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. Just incredible. And don't forget, we got a... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Podcast as well. It's all on all the main podcasts Spotify, Acast, Apple, just a whole bunch of them. If you search it up, you'll probably find it. And if you don't find that one, let me know and I'll try and get it added to that one as well. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love to you. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn...